0: seems Florida is a popular place to live these days, but do you know who is not feeling the effects of limited home inventory? Bugs. That's right. As popular as Florida is for people, pests like it even more, which is why I recommend pest control, termite treatment, and fertilization from Protex. With over 40 years of experience, their fully licensed, bonded, and insured team utilize state-of-the-art products and techniques to maintain a pest-free home. But that's not all. They also provide the highest quality fertilization and pond management services so you can have a green yard and not a green pond. So if you want to keep your lawn green and your home bug free, call Protex today at 407-542-0044 or visit them online at protexlawn.com. That's P-R-O-T-E-X lawn.com business owners, are you sick of dealing with those big-name telecommunications companies that leave you frustrated with terrible customer service and then lock you into long-term contracts? That's why I want to introduce you to my friends over at Public Telephone Company. They are an industry-leading VOIP provider offering all-in-one business communication solutions that are completely contract-free with competitive pricing. But perhaps the best part, they're all about supporting their customers with U.S.-based customer service and they're always willing to go the extra mile. Don't let your phone company drive you mad. Call Public Telephone Company today at 877-314-4080 or visit them at publictelephonecompany.com. That's publictelephonecompany.com.
1: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
2: I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to riot. I don't want you to write to your congressman, because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the Depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first you've got to get mad! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. Wait a minute, I tell you. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore!
1: Welcome to the David Pollock Show. I'm mad as I'm
2: not going to take it anymore! Everything is awesome.
1: Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome when you're living out a dream. Living out a dream.
0: Everything, everything, welcome, welcome, good. welcome good to another action-packed, exciting, David Pollock Show. If you are watching on the live stream at my website, thedavidpollackshow.com, or any of my social media feeds, you will see I'm in a new studio. Same radio station. I'm just in a different studio. Lighting's a little bit nicer. Uh, I got my own backdrop. And uh, so we're trying something new today. So if you're like, where's David? Um, I'm here, just somewhere else. So welcome back to the show um, I don't even know where to begin tonight. I've always told you that for some reason, I have the luckiest time slot in radio. Or they're indicting Donald Trump way too much because every time I come on the air, Donald Trump's getting indicted. <laughs> this is indictment number four coming out. I'm sure you've seen the news today. It's everywhere. And I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about this. You know, I probably am. I probably am. Because, guys, I don't know what else to say. Because, what do we say, the same things? Uh, this is unprecedented. This is something that, that this should never happen in America. Uh, people are going after Donald Trump. They're going after his political opponents. Joe Biden's DOJ is going after his political opponents. Yeah, <laughs> we've said that before. We all still think it's true. And And here we are again. Like, number four. Now, he hasn't been indicted yet. But if you were quick to the draw, you saw that they accidentally, even though you'll hear all week, that the uh, Trump uh, election interference case in Georgia is going to the grand jury. And, oh, they could decide whether Trump can be indicted. Here's what was leaked today in Fulton County. Uh, Violation of Georgia. Here's count one. Violation of the Georgia RICO That's uh, Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. They usually charge mobsters under that. Solicitation... A violation of oath by a public officer. Conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Conspiracy to commit filing false documents. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writing. Filing false statements. Solicitation of a violation of oath. You know, look, I don't know if this is real or not. It was put up. It was taken down. Maybe it's fake. I don't know. Sounds like what they were looking at. Uh, <laughs> these conspiracies, what they're saying, essentially, when you hear these things, uh, what they're saying is he tried to do these things. That's what go- we're going to charge. We're throwing him in jail because he tried to do bad things. And then the bad things he's alleging uh, to have tried to do were all legitimate things, questioning the outcome of elections when elections, funny business was happening, guys. I understand we're not allowed to talk about election interference anymore. I understand we're not allowed to deny the results of the 2020 election. I understand that Joe Biden is president. I understand all of these things. But I also remember suitcases being dragged out from under tables in the middle of the night. Water mains breaking. Ballots stopped being counted. Funny business happening everywhere, and not just in Georgia, but in Michigan, and in Pennsylvania, and Arizona, and Nevada, and all these—Wisconsin, the Carolinas, I think. Uh, And all of a sudden, we're not allowed to even question anymore. And during—Donald Trump has a responsibility to uphold the Constitution of the United States. And after this election, and I still, to this day, he believes that this election was stolen. So he's not allowed to call the Secretary of State in Georgia and say, hey, you better figure out what's going on there. No, 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 no. Now they want to throw him in jail for it. And suspiciously he was recorded having that conversation with the President of the United States. Guys, take a step back for a second. Just suspend your disbelief, your finger pointing, and your accusations if you're judging me right now. But my listeners probably aren't. And, and you got to look at the big picture of what's going on here. This isn't something that, that we just made up. This is legitimate things that people are concerned about. And they're trying to throw the president in jail in Georgia. They're trying to throw the president in jail in D.C. Separately, they're trying to throw him in jail in, in South Florida in a federal court for having classified documents. The president of the United States having classified documents. And by the way... He didn't sell those classified documents. He had classified documents. Is he not allowed to have classified documents as a well, no, let's throw him in jail for that too. This is election interference. He is the front runner. He beats Ron DeSantis right now by 20 or by 43 points. 58% to 15%. He's the front runner. He's going to be the Republican nominee. This should concern you. This should upset you, but I've already said this before. And I'm going to say it again. We cannot legitimize what is going on right now in this country. This is dangerous, and no matter how this ends, it's bad for America. If he's found not guilty, half the country is going to think that our criminal justice system didn't work, and Trump got away with one. If he's convicted, half this country is going to be up in arms. He was thrown in jail, political prisoners. He might even be president at the time he's convicted in one of these cases, although I don't think it's going to happen because it's going to be delayed. But— this is dangerous territory, dangerous territory. And, th- and today we just got a glimpse of how far they're willing to go to take out Donald Trump. I want to talk about this tonight, and I want to talk about um, this special counsel that was already investigating Hunter, but now he has special counter- counsel status. He was a- just appointed. I want to talk back that in a second here. And then there's a couple other things I want to talk about in the second half of the show. I know everybody's talking about um, Oliver Anthony, his Rich Men North of Richmond song, and why that's resonating with Americans. I want to talk about that. COVID uh, COVID is back, apparently, guys. Get your masks. Get them out. There's fires everywhere. They're saying it's global warming. It could be funny business. We should talk about that, too, if we have time. But I want to bring in my first guest. He's been on this show a couple of times. He's a former DOJ attorney. Brilliant guy. He goes... By the infamously anonymous handle of Crypto Lawyer. Crypto Lawyer, welcome to the show. Can you hear us out here? Yes, I can hear you. Yay. Can you hear me? Yes. Welcome to the show. So I heard. Hey, I'm, sh- I'm sure you heard my rant and raves. What? Let me get your your, I, uh, your opinion on this real quick, and then we'll get into it.
1: I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, listen, racketeer influence and corrupt organization act, man. Yeah. that's what uh that's what i used to charge legitimate criminal enterprises right another legal word for for the people criminal enterprise uh that is that is what they're doing in georgia i'll bounce off that real quick um you know whether the clerk made a mistake and those are his charges or whether there was a mistake that that's what the grand jurys going to vote on uh it doesn't matter that's what he's gonna get if if that if that is true if that is true that that's what the grand jury is going to vote on. They're going to vote those right down. Uh, they're going to go right down and mark them down. True, true, true bill of indictment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hunter Biden, man, as slippery as a snake <laughs> that Mark Naughton is trying to catch in the middle of the night when he, when he just got out of a bath of oil. Um, mark Naughton the right? independent
0: journalist that's been on this show several times for my listeners. Yeah. Awesome He's guy. Great. I don't know what He's he does great. in bathtubs with snakes. And will, but <laughs> let's just let's he's, just leave that in the
1: record as deemed true. <laughs> yes, he is he's great. But listen, David David Weiss, right? Um, yeah. Part of DOJ, <laughs> you know, going after Hunter. Hunter looking at Hunter, and then what does he do with Hunter Biden? Gives him a sweetheart deal. Where at the end of the day, the judge asks a couple of questions, and the entire deal falls apart because they because Hunter's attorneys. As if, as if that deal wasn't great enough, and I know that soon you're going to have to go to break, and we'll talk about it after. But, you know, David Weiss, um, the deal that he gave, the deal that he gave Hunter Biden was absolutely ridiculous. Everyone that I've ever had with Hunter Biden's charges have gone to the Bureau of Prisons, and it wasn't good enough for Hunter. Hunter, Hunter wanted immunity further because I'm assuming from a political perspective, even though his dad's on the way out uh, – you know, this time, next time, who knows? It could be Newsom, it could be his dad again. But, you know, his dad can't really pardon his son, right? That's bad optics. So what do we do? We have a plea deal, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And then after Weiss becomes compromised, here's the best part. Weiss is still DOJ, and he gets appointed special counsel right. to to investigate Hunter Biden the guy who just
0: got the best deal in the world. Well, and the best deal in the world fell apart because it was so corruptly put together. It was too good. It It wasn't even too good. And if you recall, (laughs) they tried to take the gun charge and make him immune (laughs) for any prosecution um, based on the uh, FARA, the the Foreign Agent Registration Act. So Mm -hmm. basically for the listeners out there, what what Hunter did was he went and made a bunch of money basically uh, with other countries, peddling, uh, and this is what's being investigated, peddling influence with the president of the United States. Apparently, Joe Biden was on some of these calls. He probably thought he was in the drive-thru to get ice cream. But he was he was on the phone. And none of this, you have to register if you're going to go do business. Uh, and he didn't do that. So he's being investigated for that. But they tried to wrap that up in this gun charge. And it's not even the appropriate place for it. And, the, and then they were like, wait, Hunter, you're still investigating Hunter? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, how are we going to make him immune? No, no, you can't. And the whole thing falls apart. This is the same guy. Who tried to do all of that? And they're like, and, and, and now the big criticism right now the Republicans are saying is they're saying the reason why Merrick Garland has appointed this special prosecutor or this special investigator is um, because they want to insulate him from congressional oversight. What do you think about that? And, then, and you're right, we do need to go to break. How do you know we need to go to break? Are you just that savvy with media that you're like, it's time to go to uh, No, no,
1: not at all. You know, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> well, with you, I either hear the music or I just know listen there are lots of big wig high paying companies that want on this show and I know that you have to take breaks uh, you, because listen we got to pay have the bills get paid up there.
0: we got to pay the bills that's right well let, let's do think about what I just asked you about the installation from congress while we go to break and okay. uh, and and so you guys don't go anywhere we're going to go to a quick break let's crypto lawyer you. is going to be here um, Gabe likes this song, so he's blasting it for you guys. Um, and we're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back. Crypto Lawyer is going to be here. We're going to continue to talk about Hunter Biden. We're going to get into the Trump stuff. Lots of fun on the David Pollack show tonight in the newest studio. And uh, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. David Pollack here. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you're looking for more information on any of our sponsors, or perhaps you want to hear a replay of a past show, make sure to visit thedavidpollockshow.com. There you'll also find our latest articles, links to our social media, and opportunities to become a sponsor yourself. So remember to visit thedavidpollockshow.com. Did you know that every 40 seconds, someone in the United States suffers a stroke? And every 3 minutes and 14 seconds, someone dies from a stroke? These statistics are staggering, but even more surprising is the fact that stroke can affect people of all ages, with one in seven stroke sufferers being younger than 49. The Scott Cooper Smith Stroke Awareness Foundation is on a mission to spread awareness about stroke in younger individuals. In 2009, Scott Cooper Smith passed away unexpectedly from a stroke at just 32 years old, leaving behind a wife and a child. The foundation was started in his memory to connect stroke sufferers with the resources they need to overcome this devastating condition. If you want to help young families struggling with the impact of stroke, consider making a donation to the Scott Cooper Smith Stroke Awareness Foundation. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those affected by stroke. Visit strokeawarenessfoundation.org to learn more and donate today. That's strokeawarenessfoundation.org. Welcome back to the David Pollack Show. Um, I had Gabe singing "Hungry Eyes" uh, in the background here, uh, so we're in a new studio. I don't have an on-air sign, so, so I have to wait for him to tell me. So I had to listen to him singing "Hungry Eyes" until he told me I was back on the air. So this is what I, this is what okay, this is what I do for the listeners of this show. Uh, anything I can do for you guys, I do if that means listening to Gabe Singh. So uh, we're back. Crypto Lawyer is still here. Oh, and, and for those of you uh, watching uh, the live stream uh, on the social media, I apologize that the sound wasn't there. Again, we're in a new studio. We're trying new things. So you missed my outstanding opening monologue. Uh, I'll go and get that audio uploaded later So in case you really want to know what you missed. Um, But let's get right back into it. Uh, Crypto lawyer. So uh, do you think this special prosecutor is um, was appointed to insulate uh, the DOJ from congressional oversight into this
1: Hunter Biden investigation? What's your thoughts? Yeah. So it's interesting. So you have someone who has been and by the way, for people that don't know, uh, Weiss is actually a Trump appointee and he stays on. And now he's now he's investigating Hunter Biden. And the part about being a special counsel is that you can't be a special counsel if you're working for DOJ. It's just unconstitutional. You can't do it. So what happens is, you know, they're going to have to sort this out. But you have Weiss, who's a U.S. attorney. Um, by the letter of the law, the U.S. attorney, David Weiss, he cannot become a special counsel. And there are certain rights and privileges that, that, that come with it, that come with it being a special counsel, which I'm going to get into real quickly. But, you know, it's really interesting that um, – Everything of the past just doesn't seem to coincide anymore when it comes to Biden, but especially Garland. Um, you know, Garland, I think, is this scorned individual that missed his spot um, for history at SCOTUS. And now he's at DOJ and he's burning it down. And you know, you can see what he's doing. You can see what he's doing left and right. Uh, the person in Utah who was assassinated, all of these indictments on on Trump. this is not Biden doing this because, as you said, you know, prior in your monologue, which I did love, by the way. Thanks. Um, You know, Biden doesn't know what ice cream he's having. He just wants to have ice cream. He just wants to have, you know, he wants to hang out, give him his pills. That's it. The problem is a special counsel is they are independent. They don't answer to the current administration, and they don't answer to Congress. So what happens is that uh, David Weiss is, is essentially becoming insulated, from congressional oversight. He's becoming further insulated. Now, if there's a deal set up, who knows? I would not put it past him. But if, if there's a deal set up with Garland, then no one's going to know about it but them. But Weiss has now elevated, they Garland has now elevated Weiss to not only being part of the DOJ, but now being insulated as a special counsel that is going to have to report essentially to no one and has no oversight to anyone. This this is very worrisome, coming on the heels of a guy, and as you said, has an unlawful, um, a a too good to be true deal that he tries to push through with Hunter Biden. The judge asks about it, and then what is what is um, what does Weiss do? He files a he files a notice of voluntary dismissal in Delaware to find venue somewhere else. Well, that tells me one of two things. It tells me number one, which they both could be true, but number one could be Weiss is incompetent and he, and he doesn't know where to bring a case. That's probably not true, right? Number two is Weiss is judge shopping and he wants a better venue now for Hunter. So, it's 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 very concerning. It's very concerning, David.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's and and, and that's what was my question to you is, do you think Merrick Garland and Weiss and all of these these brilliant? I mean, look for as much criticism as DOJ gets. These people are not dumb people. They're very smart right. people. They know exactly right. what they're doing. So, And that was my question. So you, do you think this is all – t- do you think Merrick Garland knows that the appointment is unconstitutional? And, and, and as a result, every, even if he does find wrongdoing, that brings up the possibility of anything found during this investigation could be thrown out because it was mm-hmm. unconstitutionally att-
1: obtained. So right. do you think yeah. they're doing this on purpose? As you said, Garland is smart. All these people are smart. They're smart. Why why Garland would would elevate Weiss, who was a Trump appointee at the time. And by the way, about a year ago, if people don't recall this, the GOP were was asking for David Weiss to be appointed. It wasn't until some could say he may have been compromised one way or the other. It's I don't know if he's compromised. What I'm saying is that the David Weiss that was tasked to do this investigation is not the David Weiss that gave that deal to Hunter Biden, is not the David Weiss that is now trying to change venue to go where venue is also proper to go judge shopping. Um, and you make a great point about, you know, what we would call the fruit of the poisonous tree, where you start somewhere, if something's unlawful, everything afterwards is going to be unlawful. So we're at the point now, this is one of the basic premises of a special counsel, their installation, and one of the bigger Premises is that they don't come from DOJ because they don't have that oversight. They're supposed to be beyond reproach. They're supposed to be unimpeachable. So who do you bring in? You bring in someone from DOJ who's already working on the case. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And and again, GOP Congress, I think thirty congressmen last year asked for Weiss to be appointed. There is there is no upside. In this investigation, to have David Weiss continue on this investigation, there needs to be a fresh start. There's too much tarnishment on this. And thank God for that judge that asked a few simple questions about going forward and about immunity, because if it wasn't for that, this would have gone through. And it's, it's, it's really disturbing that Hunter Biden and the Biden family lives by a different set of rules.
0: Yeah, and now it looks like it's going to go through anyway because now he's getting the immunity by, def- by, by uh, de facto immunity because this entire really? investigation is most likely going to be unconstitutional at the end of the day. So I think he's just doing what he wanted to do. He's just being clever. And that goes to my last question to you. Well, it may not be my last. We have five minutes. We'll see. Um, sure. But now here we, we already talked about the DOJ being smart people, so smart, in fact, that they are going to create a special prosecutor knowing that it's going to damage the case. And then if you look at the lengths in which they've gone now, in Miami and now in D.C., to find reasons, to find crimes to charge Trump with. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what people need to pay attention to. These – if you read – even if you read – because I mean, you, when you were uh, first on my show, we talked about the, um, the South Florida indictment. We talked about the, the classified documents indictment. You said, eh, the indictment, the indictment itself is, is pretty bad. These right. people know what they're doing. Now, Trump might inevitably be successful. But these people know what they're doing. They're very good at what they do, and that's what concerns me. If they're this smart to do these kind of things, does Trump stand a chance against this DOJ? What happens at the end of the day if they're willing to go to through these links to protect some people and go after others? And I haven't even gotten to Georgia yet. But I'll try to get into there after this comment. Right. But what do you think about that?
1: Yeah. So you make a you make a great point. I think as I far, do make as good as points, don't I? Jesus, you do. Yeah. you do. You do, absolutely do. <laughs> and, um, you know, I got to say the Florida case is even more perplexing because for 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 your listeners out there that haven't seen the search warrant, the search warrant has to be particularized when it comes to location, where they're searching, why they're searching and what they're searching for. Attachment B in the Southern District of Florida case against Donald Trump is patently overbroad vague. It's ambiguous. So. If there's not a motion to dismiss done, which, by the way, remind me of that when we get to Georgia because the four person is a wacko there. But outside of that, when you get to the Southern District of Florida case, the motion to suppress is patently on its face, cannot withstand the Fourth Amendment. Attachment B talks about any and all boxes that may have markings. It, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's a couple sentences long. It's essentially go in the House and take everything from mar Right. That will not withstand constitutional scrutiny when it comes to Judge Cannon in Fort Pierce. i practice before her more times than I can count. It will not pass. As far as J6, and this is going to be a black pill, as far as J6 goes, I believe from November sixth to January 21, Trump was not only within his right, but it was also his duty to question state legislatures and electors about a Midnight change and overcoming and Biden getting 81 million votes. It is, it is going to be close to impossible for DOJ to prove, which they have alleged, that from November 6th to January 21, Donald Trump knew he lost the election and was making false and fraudulent allegations. They will not be able to prove that. Here's the kicker. It's not going to matter. People are not going to like that. They're going to unfollow me on Twitter. <laughs> but I've been saying this, and until something changes. Having a J6 defendant in D.C., DOJ is batting 1,000. They're perfect in every every jury trial they go to. And by the way, Judge Chukta, who is currently the judge for Trump's case, if she doesn't recuse herself, has open patent animus in her opinion about other defendants. She brings up Donald J. Trump still remaining free and not being in jail. How could that judge possibly preside in the case? How can Donald Trump possibly get a fair trial, where 95 to 97 percent voted Democrat, where every J sixer who has gone before a jury in D.C. has been found guilty?
0: Yeah, no, you're you're right, and and that's not even the end uh, of right. the unfairness of a lot of these cases, and. Um, I'm getting ready to go to break. Crypto Lawyer, thank you so much for – and i got course, a minute left. You, I'm, I'm going to talk us to the break, Gabe, so don't send me off too early. But Crypto, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show again. We'll talk soon. Guys, if you want to hear more from Crypto, we got a Twitter space tonight at 830. If you go to at um, the Pollock Show on Twitter, we're going to be talking about this for a few more hours after the show. So make sure you go over there if you want to hear from more Crypto Lawyer. He has his own spaces too, and they're fantastic. Um, I go into them. I learn a ton from him. He's a brilliant guy, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, brother. Yeah, thank you. Guys, look, this is only the beginning. I mean, in Georgia, all of this is to make Trump look bad. They want to put the Georgia one on, on television so you could see how much of a criminal Donald Trump is. All of this is to hurt him, but you know what? It's not going to hurt him. I already showed you the polls. Trump is going to continue to improve trump is going to win the nomination and he'll probably be president i'm saying that right now when we come back we're going to be talking about what everybody feels like in this country right now and why everybody's upset with the richmond north of richmond we're going to be talking about oliver anthony song a good friend of mine aj penta the east coast cowboy country singers coming on the show to talk and a lot of that right after the break so don't go anywhere
3: With today's economic environment, it's never been more important to secure your hard-earned wealth for you and your family's future. FinSec Life works to offer industry-leading customer service to help successful individuals and businesses protect their wealth. Whether it's a business succession plan, estate liquidity, or a variety of life and long term care policies, Finsec Life can help deliver peace of mind, knowing that if something happens, you or your company is taken care of. Visit FinsecLife.com. That's F I N S E C Life.com. Securities offered through Valmark Security Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Valmark Advisors Inc., an SEC registered investment advisor. Finsec Life is a separate entity from Valmark Securities Inc., and Valmark Advisors Inc.
0: David Pollock here. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you're looking for more information on any of our sponsors, or perhaps you want to hear a replay of a past show, make sure to visit thedavidpollockshow.com. There you'll also find our latest articles, links to our social media, and opportunities to become a sponsor yourself. So remember to visit thedavidpollockshow.com.
3: Are you an insurance agent or property manager looking for a reliable and accurate property inspection? Floridian Property Consultants specializes in citizens insurance packages and replacement cost appraisals, so you can get bound quickly, easily, and accurately. FPC's experienced inspectors will make sure each assessment meets all the insurance carrier standards while ensuring that you don't pay for more than you need. Work with a company that respects your time and budget as much as you do. Visit online at floridianpropertyconsultants.com. That's floridianpropertyconsultants.com. I've
0: been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for both pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life. for a few minutes, guys. This is the song um, from we Oliver Anthony. Richmond, Richmond north of Richmond. Richmond. Everybody's been talking about this. Gabe, you can fade it down now. So everybody's been talking about this over the weekend. It's crazy. It came out of nowhere. And, um, you know, basically, it was, a. I don't know if I guess it was on YouTube or somewhere. Somebody posted it on Twitter. And um, if you've seen the video, I don't know if you've seen it, but you should go and find it. It um, basically, you know, it's just a guy in a microphone standing in the woods, and it's gone viral. The guy went from, you know, having a few, you know, maybe fifty thousand followers on Instagram, the hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, So basically, now he's just blowing up, and it's a cool song. It is now, of course, because Republicans like it, conservatives like it. Um, they're starting to trash this guy and say all kinds of things about him, and and say all kinds of theories about who he is or why the song went viral and whether it was organic or not, or you know talk about it maybe his history with alcohol use or whatever. Of course, you have to go and attack the man because if we don't like your message, you have to be uh, taken down. And um, so the deal is, I, I you know I wanted to talk tonight about this, and, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard this. If you haven't, you got to check it out. But my question, and and guys, this is on the heel of Jason Aldean's song. Try that in a small town, if you remember. Again, controversy because, what, he was complaining about the status quo of things in America? Same thing that Oliver's doing. He's just, he's and and he's not a Republican, I don't even think, because in other songs, he complains about both Democrats and Republicans. He's just upset with the status quo. That's the point of his song. The Richmond north of Richmond. Rich men north of Richmond. It's D.C., It's the people in Washington that are running this country, Democrats and Republicans. It's the people who are responsible for your groceries being five, six bucks for a carton of eggs, five dollars for a gallon of milk, for your gas being four dollars a gallon. The those are the Richmond, north of Richmond, who are responsible for all of that. And if you're annoyed about it, like a lot of people are, you know, if you don't like the outcome of election, you don't like the if you don't like Trump being indicted four different times. And what looks like the weaponization of the DOJ? It's those Richmond north of Richmond. And that's what he's talking about. It's not just Democrats. Remember, if you heard Crypto Lawyer in the last segment, some of these people are appointed by Trump. It's not, doesn't matter if they're Democrats or Republicans, if they're conservative or liberal. What's going on in this country right now, and what all of you are feeling right now, a lot of you who might be registered Republican or Democrat or not registered anything at all, maybe you vote, maybe you don't, maybe you don't think it matters. It's this feeling that you don't control this government anymore. It controls you. It wants to know what you're doing, who you're talking to. You're afraid to speak out. You think they're listening to you? It's it's one of these things where, you know— I, 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 I had my, my daughter listening to a hearing, a congressional hearing on something, and um, she, it was like two-hour hearing. It was the UFO hearing, and she was interested. Why do you mean there's UFOs? I'm like, just listen to the hearing. So she's listening to it. Uh, at the end of the hearing, she goes, Dad, how could these people uh, talk about the government like that? Aren't they going to get in trouble? My 12-year-old thinks that you're not allowed to talk openly about the government or you'll get in trouble. Where in the heck did she learn that? I never told her that. I'm a lawyer. They're First Amendment rights. You're allowed to petition your government. But she doesn't think you can. Now, she's taking civics this year. She better get an A in it. But this is what I'm talking about. The people in this country don't feel like they're in control anymore. And when they hear something like uh, like Oliver Anthony's song, Richmond, North of Richmond, like, man, that guy is saying the things that I'm thinking. And it's the same thing with Jason Aldean when he's talking, trying to talk, try that in a small town. He's sick of seeing, if you saw in San Francisco, there was another, I think it was somewhere in California, a mob of people ran into the store and started like 40 or 50 ransacking it, stealing things. Somebody had bear spray and sprayed the one security guard that tried to stop him. People are sick of seeing it. They're sick of seeing the violence, the murder in places like Chicago. In places like D.C., a place with the strictest gun laws in the country, their murder rate is—they're on pace to beat Chicago. It's hard to see if you're just an average American sitting at home wondering what's going on in this country. And then you go and think you have an election, and you send people to Washington, D.C., and then nothing ever changes. And then somebody like Donald Trump comes along, comes down an escalator, and says, you know what? I'm going to take all this power from these people, these Richmond, north of Richmond, and I'm going to give it back to you. He said that in his inauguration. Democrats, Republicans, generations of politicians who hate his guts sitting behind him. He, they heard the message. And they went after him through impeachments, through investigations, through, through backstabbing, through undermining his entire administration. And then even further, after he's president, after he's no longer president, just the idea that he can run for president again? They investigate him, indict him almost four times now? This, when people hear songs like Richmond North of Richmond, that's what they hear. They hear a man who is frustrated with the status quo. When they hear Try That in a Small Town from Jason Aldean, they hear a man who's frustrated. And if people like that message and subscribe to that message what happens they're called names they're racist they're 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 white supremacists white nationalists populists they're the worst people in america how dare you form an opinion that goes contrary to what the mainstream political class demands that you think in this country covid god forbid that you don't want to put on a mask or get a vaccine That actually, you know, I'm going to take a quick, quick Pollock show tangent. There's a, a, I want you to, if you go to Twitter, you need to go at answers for Sean. I heard this guy's story. Speaking of COVID, Um, his son was forced to take the COVID vaccine because he wanted to play hockey. He died 30 days later. 17-year-old boy. He had a reaction, had a rash. Raccoon eyes, his eyes got dark. He went to the emergency room. They sent him home. 30 days later, they found him dead next to his bed. From a COVID vaccine, and if you didn't want to take, and remember that's <laughs> go to Twitter at answers answers for Sean. Please donate to that guy's GoFundMe. He's going to—I uh, don't know if it's GoFundMe, but one of the fundraising things. He's going to sue these people, and and I hope he wins. But if you didn't want to take that vaccine, what happened to you? You lost your job. You were kicked out. If you were in the military, if you were in the police, you lost your job. You were forced to take a vaccine you didn't believe in. You weren't even allowed to question it. Got deplatformed. Got silenced. Same thing with, with, with the masks. God forbid you didn't want to do that. <laughs> people are sick and tired of being told that they can't think anymore. And so when people like that release songs like that, it gives them the courage to speak out. So I think that's why that song is going viral. I think that's why Try That in a Small Town is going viral. And even if uh, Oliver Anthony, even if this was maybe a media stunt, And maybe they just did it perfectly. Um, It's still the narrative that people are missing in this country. They really want to hear that message. And I'm encouraged by it. And you're going to continue to see it. And if you look at at the charts on iTunes, that song is the number one hit right now in the country. That's how desperate people are to hear that kind of a message. People just want the truth. And this is and this is has everything to do with Trump and I'm going to tell you why. In 2016 when he came down the escalator, he represented something. He stood on those debate stages with people like Jeb Bush, people like Chris Christie, people like Ted Cruz. He stood on stage with people who were supposed to be the next president. They you know, they did their time. They were good Republican soldiers, and now it was their time. And here's Donald Trump. How dare he stand in that middle of the stage, say things like build the wall, and actually do things that Americans wanted done for decades that were never done? Promises made, promises never kept. He promised to do the opposite. And because he stood in the center of that stage with all of these Republicans around him, people started to follow him. People started to listen to him. He started to represent the forgotten man. They're calling Oliver Anthony's song The Working Man's Anthem. Donald Trump was the original author of The Working Man's Anthem. It was a slogan, really, and it was Make America Great Again. That resonated with people, and it still does. And for people who literally have their skin crawl when they hear Make America Great Again, and for those who say it was never great to begin with, this is the very thing that people are standing up against. Those people who do not believe America is a great country. And they're standing up for the man who had the courage to say that it was great and it can't be great again if we stop doing the same thing. President after president after president that re- delivers no results. And what did Donald Trump do for you when he became president? Do you remember? Your gas prices dropped. GDP went up. Grocery prices fell. We became oil independent. Our enemies started paying more attention to the things we said. Russia was weak. China was weak. We were outpacing them. We put tariffs on. We got got out of ridiculous deals that got us nothing for years. We equalized the obligations to participate in NATO. We required that our allies act like allies on the global stage. We stopped giving terrorists money. We started fighting back against them. And guess what? When Donald Trump was president, we were in no war. We got out of a war. Well, we almost got out of the war until Joe Biden came and then withdrew early, killing 13 service members in the process. So when you hear songs like Richmond, North of Richmond, and you feel that populist—it's not a bad word. When you feel people have pride in this country and thinks we can be great again— what what this what the Democrats and Republicans and all of these indictments have done is it's made Donald Trump somebody who represents the working man again, somebody who represents the forgotten man again. He was president for four years, and towards the end of his presidency, it was hard to think of him as being an outsider because now he was very much in the government. But somehow, in the last three years or two and a half years under Joe Biden, and because of these indictments, Donald Trump is now— The forgotten man's president again. And if you are not paying attention, Republicans, Democrats, everybody else who thinks Donald Trump can't win, the reason why Anthony or Oliver Anthony's song is number one is because people are angry. They don't want to take it anymore and they want to see change. And now Donald Trump has found himself representing that change. He is the change. So it doesn't matter if you're singing a song in the woods of Virginia Or you have an accent from Queens. The message is the same and that's you will not be forgotten anymore. Donald Trump now is representing those people and you can indict him all you want. Nothing's going to change. People are going to get behind him. You see it in the polls. So keep going after him. He is the man standing in the way. And the people he's protecting will defend him no matter what. I'm going to go to a quick break. More when we return. Gabe, you ready for that one? (laughs) Hey friends, David Pollock here. If you're craving the best soft serve ice cream around, Topper's Creamery's got you covered. Serving the Apopka community for over a decade, Toppers is known for the finest old-fashioned custard-style soft-serve ice cream in a variety of flavors, from their French vanilla bean to exciting specials like German chocolate cake, but the experience doesn't end there. Be sure to grab a fresh baked waffle cone or a sundae topped with my favorite, the fresh baked brownies. They even offer pup cups for your four-legged friends. So hurry in to Topper's Creamery in Apopka, South 512 Hunt Club Road. Make sure to Tell him David sent you seems Florida is a popular place to live these days. But do you know who is not feeling the effects of limited home inventory? Bugs. That's right. As popular as Florida is for people, pests like it even more, which is why I recommend pest control, termite treatment, and fertilization from Protex. With over 40 years of experience, their fully licensed, bonded, and insured team utilize state-of-the-art products and techniques to maintain a pest-free home. But that's not all. They all also provide the highest quality fertilization and pond management services so you can have a green yard and not a green pond so if you want to keep your lawn green and your home bug free call protex today at 407-542-0044 or visit them online at protexlawn.com that's p r o t e x lawn.com support so somebody
2: on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool? Lack to fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face.
0: Scope on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think it's tough. Welcome back to the David we'll Pauly Show. Guys, time is flying, flying by. I want to go to my phones real quick. I haven't given out to number. I'm going to take a couple quick calls. Maurice is on the line. Uh, Maurice, go ahead. What you got to say, bud? Hey there. How you doing? Good, good, good. What you got for me?
2: Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, great show, and um, I enjoy listening, and, uh, you know, look forward to, to what you got in store for next
0: week. Well, who knows? uh, And thank you very much. Uh, What happens is uh, every week I plan something for the show, and then Trump gets indicted or something crazy happens like aliens. So uh, that's why it's important to tune in every week because everything changes we bring you breaking news. But I appreciate you listening, and thanks for calling. All right. Thanks. Take care. AJ. AJ is on the line now. AJ, are you out there?
2: Yeah, how are you?
0: Yes, AJ. So I'm going to tell the listeners who you are. Uh, East Coast Cowboy AJ. He's a country singer, uh, good friend of mine. And um, now, I, I, I don't know if you saw on the on the promo, uh, Sean Holcomb was going to come on too as another country singer and a good friend of mine. His son actually broke his collarbone, and he had to get surgery tonight, so our thoughts are with him tonight. Um, but AJ was like, you know what? I'll come on, and I'm very, very happy you were here because um, yeah. I want to ask you your opinion about what I said in the last segment about the The pulse of America right now, especially with this music, Jason Aldean and Oliver Anthony, and this. Are, do you feel the same thing out there as a as a, a country musician yourself? I mean, are you feeling? And you also do patriotic music, awesome patriotic music, and you guys need to check them out. But are you feeling the same thing out there with with the pulse of America, or are they fed up? Well, the issue is that conservative
2: voices are being silenced to the point where it's completely unconstitutional. Yet the left keeps getting away with it. So what happens is, you know, the freedom of speech is completely being devastated in one form. You know, there's a difference between hate speech and speech that you hate. And just because it's speech that they hate, all of a sudden now it's not allowed. You're not allowed to say, oh, no, I don't think there should be transgender strip shows in my kindergartner's classroom. You know, all of a sudden now you're not allowed to say that. So the one or one of the the best uh, weapons you can use in support of freedom of speech is music. And I think country music has really been making a stand, where a few years ago I did Living Free because it's the same thing. I got tired and fed up with what I was hearing, and I didn't like people telling me what I could not couldn't say, especially when it wasn't violent, it wasn't bad. It was just my opinion. You don't agree with it. Cool. You don't have to agree with it, but don't silence me because you don't agree with me. And you're really seeing that you know, start to start to manifest and start to take hold. Conservatives in the U.S. For the past few years, and it's getting worse and worse, their speech is being silenced so much that when people are standing up and saying, no, like this needs to be said, and a great medium to to do that is through music, all of a sudden now all those people that feel like their speech is being infringed upon, now they're going to have your back. Because they're saying, yeah, this guy, this girl, they're saying what I'm trying to say, but everyone's trying to step on me when I'm trying to say it. So it's much more difficult to silence a song because you're really going to turn around and go, oh wait, wait, you don't like my song, you know? It's it's it kind of comes back to that, and that's I think it's a great thing. And you're starting to see that uh, manifest. And uh, like I said, I've been in the country music industry for for a while, and and uh, you're seeing it there. You're seeing it in hip hop, and you're seeing it across the board.
0: You know, something else I'm seeing in um, in music, and I, and I like that you mentioned hip hop because. You're starting to see, like, collaborations, too, with Try That in a Small Town with hip-hop artists. It seems that this—I mm-hmm. this, this you know, I don't want to say populism because it's such a bad word—but it seems like this movement, this Make America Great Again is the only way I can describe it, this America First movement, is now transcending racial barriers. It's actually uniting the country, and I, I'm seeing—and I think music is helping deliver that. It's showing people that we're not actually as divided— as they want us to be. And this is why they attack these artists so much, because these artists are building bridges between people. Because we're all suffering the same things right now. We're all angry about the same things right now. We're all mad about the same things because it's affecting us all the same. While Joe Biden smiles and says no comment when Hawaii yeah. is on fire, the rest of the country is like, what the heck, man? And, and, and that's regardless of your genre, your race, your sexual orientation, all of it. Americans are coming together, and it's these musicians and their music. I think that's uniting us, right? Absolutely,
2: and because it's it's one of those things that, especially if you're already an established musician and you have fans from all walks of life, someone like Jason Aldean. Now, I'm sure a huge percentage of his fan base was conservative. You know, it's a country singer; you're going to have a lot of like rural and midwestern country listeners. But I also know people in New York and in other you know major cities that. I don't really know where they align politically, but I'm sure they're either moderate or to the left, you know, but they like Jason Aldean or at least they like some of his songs. So all of a sudden it's, it's an artist that they respect and that they listen to kind of saying something and you're getting that message out there because when anybody else says it, all of a sudden they're immediately silenced. They're immediately written off as a racist, homophobic, toxic, toxically masculine, big, you know, you know, the whole, whole list
0: they just go down um it's crazy how they have that that list queued up isn't it like uh it's like how do we discredit somebody in five words you know hillary clinton started it with your basket of deplorables but basically if you say anything they disagree with or if you have the script that they don't want you to have they immediately start labeling you and shaming you and ridiculing you so you're not you know it's a they're bully that's what they do they bully people into submission right yeah, and it, it's funny because psychologically,
2: they're the ones that probably got bullied their whole life, mm. and that's what it is. Yeah. And this is kind of just a little bit. I'm sidetracking for a second here. <laughs> that's
0: but, right. We do tangents on the David Pollock show. Yeah,
2: I'll I'll, I'll 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 drop a pin. I'll, I'll get back to my original point. Good idea. But you're seeing the the, the 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 people on the left. It's all the betas. It's all you know. It's their if you uh, stereotype traits of of liberals, it's everything that represents weakness and and that follower worker bee mentality it's not the leaders it's not the alphas so now it's their turn cuz they were the ones that felt bullied and felt left behind their whole life and now they have this entire establishment at their back and they go no it's our turn we get to be the tough guy and that but they're still but then they they still have that Eric Hartman whiny run to mommy attitude <laughs> um I what you said to I, I Yeah, see, that's point, the but problem when you go on a tangent.
0: <laughs> you forget the location of your vehicle. You're just wandering around the Disney parking lot right now, wondering where you parked your car. <laughs> Yeah, I had a point. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, we were talking. <laughs> we were just basically talking. I don't. Know. You know what? I forgot what we were talking about too. Let's move on. My fault. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my Listen, I am the most ADD person in the world in law oh, school. I got it.
2: I got it. We were talking about getting bullied, and you're saying how they're bullying. Yeah, we'll get back to
0: that. We'll get back to that. I'm going on a tangent they're now. They're bullying
2: freedom of of speech, and how when somebody <laughs> does speak out, you know, yeah, they're they're, they're bullied into it. submission. And, and, exactly. Yeah. And, and the and to comment on your point earlier, how it's bringing people together, I, I think yeah. it absolutely is. Because, like I, I was speaking about Jason Aldean earlier, but you're seeing a lot of, like, rappers, white guys, black guys, like, all different races, races that are all of a sudden saying, like, hey, like, you can, you can dislike Trump, but you know what? Things are probably <laughs> or definitely a lot worse now than they were a few years ago. Yeah. So all of a sudden, when you have people that are just like, hey, wait, I don't want to spend $9 on a dozen of eggs, and now they're throwing it in a rap song, and that song has a wide array of audience, now it's not just that the constant liberal propaganda getting into these kids' heads. Now you have a different avenue, and it's people that they idolize and that they look up to, and artists that they listen to. And that's like the power of music. Like I said, when you just come out and say something, and you you uh, you put a little vlog or a podcast up on Instagram or any of the... Social media things that gets flagged. You have the banner across the bottom it says "false information." Music is the way that you kind you can bridge that gap.
0: Yeah, well, and, and music and musicians have so, so much bigger audiences and reach than politicians. I'm looking right now on Twitter. Joe Biden has 37.3 million followers. Let's let's see what Taylor Swift has here. Hold on here. So Taylor Swift, which obviously that's probably a little splanted because she's probably the most popular person in the world right now, 94 million followers. If Taylor Swift decided, um, and she doesn't follow me, by the way. She doesn't follow anybody, according to her Twitter profile. Um, But if Taylor Swift were to take a political position, it would immediately become a powerful, powerful message. And politicians realize that, which is why they try to discredit and silence these artists who come forward. But now they've always capitalized from uh, they've always capitalized from Hollywood and musicians and the media and everybody with huge followings. They've always capitalized on them being in their favor. But that's starting to change, and now people are coming out, very popular people are speaking out against them, and they don't know what to do about it other than deplatform them and slander them and do all these other things. And, and I think that's the issue. They're trying to kill the messenger because they don't want that message getting out because they've tried to carefully craft that narrative forever that you need the government because the world is an unfair place. It's a racist place. It's a sexist place. It's a homophobic place. It's a bad place. And unless, and even the people who founded this country are bad people. The Constitution is a bad document. Schools are bad. Everything is bad. And you need yep. the government to save you, because all of these people are going to hurt you unless the government is here to protect you. And that is the narrative that they're losing control over. That is the narrative, the opposite of what Donald Trump says. And that's This country is not a terrible place. This country is a great country, and you can succeed here. And it's not a racist country, and it's not a homophobic country, and it's not a terrible place. And our founding fathers weren't evil people, and our Constitution is great. How dare he? I got about a minute left in my show. I'll give you the last 30 seconds. Go ahead.
2: No, I'm just saying there was a, a poll recently released how majority of high school boys are identifying as conservative. Because yeah. historically being conservative was always the pro establishment. They wanted to be a rebel, wanted to be a badass, you would go the uh, to the opposite end. Now they realize those are the ones that are being oppressed and you have a whole movement of youth that are standing up and saying, You know what? This is this is how this is how I be the tough guy, this is how I fight for what I believe in and it's you know, it's almost backfiring on the left.
0: Yeah, they always take issues further than they need to. It's the pendulum swing, you know. They always take it a little too far, and that usually works in our favor. AJ, thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find you and listen to your music?
2: Uh, They can just Google AJ Penta, Spotify, Apple Music, everything AJ Penta, Instagram, at East Coast Cowboy. Um, Everything's pretty much up there. We got a new one, Rattlesnake, dropping in uh, about three weeks, so... I think you all enjoy that
0: one. Guys, go check out AJ, East Coast Cowboy. He does a lot of great stuff, a lot of political content. That's good stuff, things you need to hear. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and we've reached the end of another exciting David Pollock show. Again, if you want more, go to the Show on Twitter. We're going to have a post-show space beginning at 830. We'll take your comments. We'll talk about this until you don't want to talk about it anymore. And as always, tune in every week, Monday night, 7 p.m. We will be back here next week talking about maybe another indictment. Who knows? But we'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for tuning in.